Welcome to the Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. My name is Magali, I'm your coach, and I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks on how to lose weight, what diets really work, and what it actually takes to get results. Because you, my friend, are not here to waste any more time. I'm going to give you the facts, I'm going to debunk the BS, and I'm going to motivate you and kick your ass into action. Ready to live your healthiest and happiest life? Let's do this. What is cracking, y'all? It is shit. I did not remember what day it was. What? Quarantine brain on fleek. It's Thursday today, May 14th, um, day 45,057 of quarantine. And um, I don't know what day it is. So I hope you are all doing a little better than I am and that you're feeling good and you're doing okay. Um, I know we're all fucking going crazy at this point and, um, I'm not going to talk too much about that because everybody and their mother is. So what I want to discuss today is how to find the right diet for you, whether that is, um, keto, intermittent fasting, calorie counting, weight watchers, plant-based, uh, please, for the love of God, do not do carnivore diet or the snake oil diet, whatever the fuck other weird shit. There's a lot of weird shit out there, but I'm going to specifically talk about the diets that are legitimate and do work and can actually help you achieve your goal. So how do you do that? How do you find that with so much information, so many options, so overwhelming, right? Well, here's the thing that you have to understand. First and foremost, above all else, every single diet works mind blow every single one works every single one so there is nothing special about any of these diets and i'm going to show you what what could be considered special and how someone would choose one over the other in a second but if you look at it objectively zoom out big picture they're all the same thing just disguised in different ways that's what i mean by they all work so Try to not get caught up so much in the individual diet differences and understand the major picture of what makes a diet work, okay? So that's what I'm going to talk about today. There are four things that you need to incorporate in your diet if you want to be successful with weight loss, if you want to be successful with health, if you want to just feel better, look better, and overall just live a better life. You want to have these four things. The first thing, and this is the most important I apologize for that banging. I think it's my boyfriend working on some shit. Um, You must be able to sustain the diet long term. You guys, if if you know for a fact that you love carbs and you can't possibly give them up and you're trying to go through a keto diet process... Why would you do that to yourself? Why, you're literally setting yourself up for failure. And again, this is where individual preferences come in. If you don't mind the keto diet and you actually enjoy it and you feel better, awesome. All the power to you. But that's not a lot of people. So don't pursue a diet that you know is going to be incredibly hard for you, incredibly restrictive, incredibly just terrible and hard. Because guess what? If you're constantly feeling like, You're doing a diet and it sucks and you're miserable and you hate it. Guess what you're not going to do? You're not going to be consistent. You're not going to stay with it for the long term. And guess what weight loss and health requires? You to do something consistently for a long term. Hmm? 
So if you cannot do the most important thing when it comes to weight loss with the diet that you're choosing, it's a losing game from the start. And weight loss and trying to be healthy is already hard as, as it is. You do not need to make it worse. Okay, and I re- I'm be- I'm talking to you in this tone and in this manner and like with in a sense of urgency because you wouldn't believe, maybe you do, but how many people put themselves through incredibly stressful and restrictive lifestyles to try to lose weight and then they end up just not going with it. They give up after a few months, maybe even a few days, and then they're stuck in the same position where they were before and they're like, what the fuck? It didn't work. I am so disappointed when all they had to do was choose a different method. One that better suited their lifestyle and their preferences and just genuinely what they like to eat. So that's first. First and foremost, figure out what what foods, what kind of diet that you typically like. And I'll give you an example. This is just me. You don't have to do what I say. But this is an example. I like to honestly eat everything. I despise restrictions. I despise having to cut out certain foods. I don't think it's good for my mental health and for my well-being mentally and it's not good for me to constantly be stressed about something that I don't need to be stressed about so I track my calories my macros macronutrients and I'm able to eat whatever whatever I mean by I get to make the food choices that I like based on my calories and that's what's enjoyable for me but if you are someone who thrives on having rigid rigidity and structure which is very few of you very few, probably no one listening to this, but if, if in the off chance that it is you, if you thrive on having super strict rules and super strict regimens, then all the power to you, choose a diet that fits with that. But the main point that I want to drive here is you need to honor your preferences. You need to honor what matters to you. You need to respect what you like and what you don't like and take that into consideration when making a diet choice, period doesn't matter what Susan did to lose weight. It didn't matter what Karen did or David or whoever the fuck is giving you advice and telling you you should do this. It does not matter because if you cannot do that, if you cannot sustain that, it's as useless as useless can be. Okay? So I went off a lot on that and there's a reason because it's the most important thing. The most important. So our second point is if your weight... If your um your goal is weight loss and you want to be um at a smaller percent body fat and you want to be leaner, which a lot of people I mean based on the podcast title, uh, dropping the last last five pounds. I'm assuming it's most of you. You must be in what we call a calorie deficit. Now maybe some of you have heard this and are sick and tired of hearing it. Maybe you've never heard the term before. So if I'm gonna go with the ones that have it. I'm gonna just quickly describe what that is. Essentially, your body uses a certain number of calories in a day to live and survive and do everything that you do. You require energy. You burn energy. Like a car burns gas, you burn energy. And there's a certain amount of calories that your body burns in a day. So if you match that number with what you're eating, so you're eating, let's say, 2,000 calories and you burn 2,000 calories, you're at a net zero. So you will maintain your weight. If you are eating more than what you're burning so let's say you're eating 2500 or 3000 calories and you're only burning only burning 2000 you're going to pile on weight because there is a surplus of calories and then on the contrary if you are leading eating less than you burn so you're consuming maybe 1500 calories uh, so that's 500 less than your maintenance than your typical what you burn in a day calories you are in a calorie deficit so you lose weight you lose body fat 
And that is the most basic explanation of how weight loss works. Now, you can make it all complicated, and it is complicated. It's not that simple to execute, but it is that simple in how it works. And there's no way around this. You need to be consuming less calories. So you need to be in a calorie deficit. So why I bring this up is a diet that you choose must place you in a calorie deficit. Meaning you must be consuming fewer calories than you burn in a day to lose weight. And every diet works because they do this in some fashion. And that's what I was talking about, like why every um, diet works. Intermittent fasting, meaning you only eat within a certain eating window in a day, only for a few hours. People typically, because they snack all day, if they're confined to a certain time point, they by default consume less calories. Keto. Carbs. When they cut carbs, two reasons you lose weight. There's a couple more, but the two basic uh, reasons. Carbs hold a lot of water in your body. If you think about all the foods that you like to eat, typically are high in carbs, therefore high in calories. Because carbs provide calories calories so if you cut out the carbs to a very low level like with a keto diet you're cutting out water weight and you're cutting out a shit ton of calories because the foods that are carb heavy had a lot of calories which you are no longer consuming plant-based typically people eat a lot more vegetables you know more low calorie high volume meaning they fill you up more foods so by default you are consuming less calories placing you in a calorie deficit You see where I'm getting at? Every diet has some methodology to decrease the amount of food you are consuming, whether it's by time, whether it's by restricting a food group, whether it's by restricting like plant-based versus not plant-based. All of these diets somehow place people in a calorie deficit too by reducing their caloric intake and placing them again in a calorie deficit. So if you are not losing weight and you're following a certain diet it's not because the diet isn't really working it's because you are not in a calorie deficit or you haven't been consistent which is another like relating back to number one you have to be able to be consistent but you need to be in that negative energy balance in your body for it to release the body fat that is there is no way around this and people will tell you eat clean, it doesn't matter, like, calories don't matter, calorie, no, they do fucking matter, they're actually the most important thing that matters when it comes to weight loss, period, no matter who you are, no matter who you are, so does that mean you have to count every calorie and that's the diet you need to choose, no, you don't have to do what I do, you don't have to do that, but you do have to be aware of how much you're eating in some form and capacity so that you can make that decision, like, yes, I am in a calorie deficit or no, I am not, and then therefore, adjusting your calorie intake by eating less restricting a certain food group whatever that is for you but you must be in a calorie deficit must must there is no no way around this okay the third thing that i want to discuss is protein now i know some people push this agenda that too much protein is bad for you and that it can damage your kidneys and um it's just you know bad shit happening well that has been debunked many times um protein is not inherently bad for you of course if you're consuming 10,000 pounds of meat a day then you're not probably gonna die let's just be real here but if you're consuming an adequate amount of protein there's no risk for anything happening to you unless you have pre-existing kidney conditions that's a whole that's outside of my scope of practice i cannot advise on that but it has been studied and debunked that protein does not is not dangerous a high protein diet is not dangerous for the majority of people. 
With that being said, the reason why protein is so important is three reasons. Number one, when you are losing weight, your body will also try to lose muscle mass. And that is not the weight loss we want. We want body fat to go down, but we don't want to lose muscle. Why? I mean, obvious. We don't want to lose our tone, which I'm not a fan of that word, but people use that to describe being firm and fit and tight everywhere and um, being strong and just feeling good, having good posture, being able to lift things that are heavy. And then just for your overall health, muscle is very good to have. Very, very good. So if you lose weight and you lose muscle with it, you're losing weight. Sure, you're accomplishing your goal, but you're also getting weaker and you're not really, you're not getting stronger. You're not looking any better in the, in the sense that what people typically want is like that lean, defined, toned look. You're not going to have that. You're going to be more flabby and just loose. And uh, I mean, if you don't really care, then that's fine. But if you want to retain muscle and retain that shape that you work for and you want to work on, you need to have enough protein because protein is what allows your body to maintain muscle and to hold on to it while it lets go of body fat better than if you were to not consume enough protein at all. That's one reason. The second reason is protein is one of the most satiating macronutrients that we can consume. What does that mean? When you consume a lot of protein, you feel fuller for longer. And why that's important is because you do not want to be consuming too many calories, right? Because therefore, we're not going to be in a calorie deficit. So by eating enough protein, and typically lean protein is better, um, plant protein is good, just lower calorie protein options are better because you can eat more food, but still consume less calories and feel fuller. That is one of the best things you can do for yourself when you're trying to lose weight because you're trying to avoid eating more than you should. So why not make yourself feel as full as possible so that you don't have to worry about being hungry and therefore going to binge and eat too much more than you should? That's the second reason. And the third reason is that protein has the highest rate of me metabolic rate. In, um, sorry, let me reword that. Protein requires the most calories to digest than any of the other two macronutrients, protein and fats. I mean, sorry, carbs and fats. When you eat protein, your body uses up more calories to digest that macronutrient because it is tougher to digest. So you're burning more energy by eating protein. So you're burning off more calories, which is what we want. It's a good thing when we're trying to lose weight, right? Um, so add in protein helps retain muscle mass. It helps to make you feel fuller and it helps to burn more calories Protein is a must with any diet. And it's especially harder for those of you who are going towards plant-based or vegan, vegetarian. That's absolutely doable, 100% okay. But try to find high-quality protein sources. Um, if you're doing a protein shake, do your research. Make sure it has adequate amounts of the right amino acids in protein. Like, it can have 20 grams of protein, sure, all good and stuff and all that. But you need to make sure that it's actually 20 grams of protein of the amount um, of the appropriate amino acids. And the amino acids are basically what makes up protein. So you want to make sure you're having enough of all of those. Um, they're called essential amino acids. You can look it up. So making sure that you have high quality protein if you're vegan or vegetarian. And if you're, you know, you're able to eat meat, prioritize the lean meats, um, chicken, turkey, things like that. Um, if you're not intolerant to dairy, Greek yogurt is a great, great option. So all that to say protein is super important and you should make it of highest priority if you're trying to lose weight and also feel good and just get your diet right, okay? So that's that. 
And the last thing that a lot of people kind of know what, that they should do, but don't really do it because we all hate veggies. <laughs> we need to eat enough fiber. Fiber is, again, so important. And veggies and just eating your greens and eating the shit that your mom told you to eat, but you didn't want to. I'm that mom right now. I don't have kids, but I'm that mom right now. You have to consume fiber and enough veggies for your health, first and foremost. Like that is the number one reason you should be consuming these things because they're good for you. But also because more fiber is going to help with feeling fuller. Again, eating more food that is less in calories, but it keeps you fuller for longer. Meaning you're not going to be as hungry. Meaning you're not going to want to eat so much. And you're going to be able to keep yourself in that calorie deficit much easier. So disregarding the most important reason for veggies and fibers, health, like that's number one. But it also will be practical in the sense that it's going to help you adhere to your diet much, much easier without being miserable. So that's why fiber is super important. And yes, there are fiber supplements and some people may need those. But honestly, just find a way to make your veggies where you can eat them, juice them, bake them, fry them, try to, you know, use non, um, no calorie spray or things like that, or a non-slick pan if you can. Don't add a bunch of oil to it, but just make the veggies in a way that is enjoyable for you and you can tolerate it and you can eat them on a consistent basis. Don't force feed yourself fucking carrots if you hate carrots. Eat asparagus or bell peppers or squash, whatever whatever that is for you. And I think those have seeds, so maybe they're fruits. I don't know. What do you guys think? Anyway, beside the point, find a way to cook your veggies and your greens in a way that you enjoy them, and that way you're able to eat them more often. And like I said, fiber has not only health benefits, but it's going to keep you fuller for longer, meaning you will be able to stick to your diet better. So that's the four things. And honestly, you guys, it doesn't matter what diet you choose it doesn't matter there's a lot of people that are selling their magic diet plans and their their opinions and their beliefs and they're gonna say that x diet is better for fat loss than this one or the and and both every side does this intermittent fasting people claim that their diet is better keto people swear that it's the best plant-based swear that it's the best sadly carnivore diet people swear it's the best but in reality they're all the same they all work in a similar fashion, but if you can, can you can make sure that they have these four components, then you're going to be successful because you're enjoying it by doing number one. It's You can sustain it. It's putting you in a calorie deficit, which is the most important thing for fat loss. It has to come. It has to be there. Otherwise, you're not dropping weight no matter what you eat. Um, it has to have enough protein to allow for satiety, keeping your muscle, and burning more calories, and then we have fiber. If it can account for those four things, you can do intermittent fasting, you can do keto, you can do calorie counting, you can do whatever you want, and they will all work just the same, exactly the same. There is no superiority to any of them. So the good news is you don't have to stick to a diet that you don't enjoy and that you think sucks uh, to lose weight. You don't have to. And it's been proved scientifically multiple times, and people for some odd reason, people trying to sell you weird shit will just not let it go. Like, their diet is better. No, sir. No, no, no. It's been studied and debunked many times. You can stop lying to people now. So, look through the diets. Look at their components and then ask yourself, like, can I see myself doing this in 10 years? And does it allow for me to have these four components? And if it's yes all around, do that one. Whatever that is. But if not, try to find one that does. Okay? Okay. 
So understand all diets work, have these four components, and there is no doubt in my mind that you will be successful because uh, it's been proven (laughs) many times. So give this a try. DM me if you find your perfect diet. I'd love to know at Coach Magali Ramirez on Instagram. Um, Thank you guys for being here and for listening. I hope you found value in this. I hope it helped clear up some confusion. Um, If you have any questions, please feel free to email me. I'll leave the email in the show notes or again, DM me on Instagram. I love hearing from you guys and your feedback. Thank you to everyone who's listened so far. I am having so much fun with this podcast and I appreciate you so, so much for helping me support this dream of mine. So um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that, found value in that. Share it with someone if you liked it. And of course, as I always ask, if you enjoyed this podcast and this episode, I would so, so appreciate if you can please leave me a review. You just scroll down to the bottom of the podcast page, click write a review, enter the review. Um, Five stars if you thought it was five stars, but of course, honest feedback is always welcome. So I love you all. I appreciate you all. I hope you're doing well. Do something to make you happy today. Go on a walk, read a book, call someone you love and miss, and just... We'll get through this together and um, I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Take care.